KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Lots of celebrities serve as spokespeople for various companies or brands, and it's usually a win-win for everyone. That is, until that celebrity does or says something less than desirable. We saw this recently with Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and his controversial anti-COVID-19 comments. So how effective are celebrity spokespeople for brands, and how do brands determine when the relationship isn't worth it anymore? For this conversation, we caught up with Dr. Michael Smith. He is an Associate Professor of Communications at LaSalle University. This is interesting stuff. Give a listen. So to start, the concept of celebrity spokespeople, I I mean, they must be successful because everybody uses them. But do you have any context? How much do they move the needle? How much does it help a brand to have a well-known face uh, as its face? Well, uh, I'm going to preface this answer by uh, giving you the uh, answer that my students hate the most, which is it depends uh, on the celebrity, on the brand, uh, and where in the campaign they're, they're using the celebrity. Uh, I think a lot of celebrities do help a brand in a couple of different ways. First, uh, they help get attention. You know, the sheer you know, fame of anybody who is a celebrity helps a brand that might be looking for attention get some. If a brand already has attention, like you know, State Farm is pretty well known, um, then it helps gain more attention or maybe refresh the brand a little bit. The other thing is uh, whether or not the uh, spokesperson is uh, has some sort of connection to uh, what the brand is or what the product is. So, for instance, we can be, uh, believe Shaq doing um, Icy Hot, you know, because of, you know, all the injuries and things he's had and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, some of the other celebrity endorsements, you know, Shaq doing um, general auto insurance, uh, I don't think he needs to get cheap auto insurance. I think he's, he's pretty set. So those are the two big things. Celebrities help with attention, and if they actually have some connection to the product, then they're going to be seen as uh, being a little more credible. Um, they have a, an effect on that, and then there has been some research that suggests they actually move the needle on uh, sales a little bit. Uh, but sustaining that in the long run is, um, uh, you know, there's not a lot of evidence out there that says they do that. To that point, is it just a thought process that people that are big fans of this person will gravitate to a product simply because Celebrity X said, I use it and you should too? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some of that, yeah. Um, although, to be honest with you, that effect is is a little bit limited um, and limited to that celebrity's fan base. Um, research seems to suggest that when it comes to spokespeople for brands and organizations, people like people like them, right? So if they see a, a fellow customer or somebody who you know seems to be in their same demographic or whatever they'll trust that person a little bit more than the celebrity spokesperson but but you're right um if a celebrity has a following and uh, we certainly know Aaron Rodgers has a following 
um, then you know people will follow that and, and say, well, if he uses it, maybe I will too. Uh, I'm a I'm a guitar player when I'm I'm not teaching things, and uh, it, it always amazes me that people will buy a particular brand of guitar that's endorsed by a particular musician, thinking that they will be able to play like that musician. And you know, I I, I don't think it quite works that way. Practice, practice, practice. Now, because it's interesting, earlier in my career. I did some endorsement deals, you know, on a very small basis. And it always blew my mind that anyone thought that anybody would buy their product because a Yahoo like me said that they should. But that's a that's an aside. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned State Farm and you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. He was the recent situation with Aaron Rodgers was kind of the impetus for this conversation as uh, he was pretty clearly anti-COVID-19 vaccine, and uh, it created quite the uh, quite the storm. When something like that, and we have seen over the last several years as our world has become more digital, has become social media driven, we have seen more and more situations like this where celebrities have kind of fallen off a popularity cliff. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, is there, do you notice if there seems to be kind of maybe starting a steering away from the, the idea of latching on to a celebrity? Or is it just kind of baked in that, hey, this is one of the pitfalls and we'll figure it out if it goes south? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I, I think that uh, celebrities, I'm sorry, brands are looking at celebrities um, with a, a you know fairly clear-eyed vision of the, the pros and cons, you know the pros are the things that we've mentioned, right? Uh, they they bring more attention and that sort of thing. Um, but um, this is not the first time celebrities have said or done something controversial, and brands have had to make a, a decision about whether or not to hold on to them. Uh, when when I was first thinking about our, our conversation, I. I thought back to, I'm old enough to remember when Anita Bryant um, was a spokesperson for Florida Orange uh, Citrus Growers Association and always pushing orange juice. And then she made some pretty controversial comments about uh, the LGBTQ community. And, um, you know, she was dropped by a number of other organizations and some of her events were canceled and things, but the citrus growers held on to her. Now, this was before social media was even a glimmer in anyone's eye, in fact, before the Internet. And so, you know, the speed that you were talking about before, the, the, uh, the um, quickness with which a celebrity can fall from grace is, is pretty lightning quick now. And so I think that, you know, organizations have to be pretty nimble in responding to, you know, celebrity missteps like, like Aaron Rodgers. How big a hit do companies or brands take when it goes sideways with a celebrity? You know, we look at Aaron Rodgers or any other, you know, and is is there a cost-benefit analysis kind of built in that we will stay on till this level, but if it goes higher, then we will cut bait, or is not that much thought put into it ahead of time, uh, and it's just... You know, we'll deal with it as it comes. Uh, I, th- I think that depends on what the um, uh, social miscue is. Um, if somebody commits a crime, 
um, you know, any crime, but, you know, particularly, you know, sexual assault and that, that sort of thing that we've seen uh, occasionally happen with celebrity endorsers, um, then it's pretty clear, you know, you, you don't want to be associated with someone who could be potentially criminally charged with something. So that's but beyond that, if you say something controversial like, I'm not sure I believe in the effectiveness of vaccines against COVID, um, the brands have to make a calculation. Um, is this going to hurt them? Uh, is what he's saying uh, related directly to what we're asking him to endorse and, and what our product is? Uh, there's, there's one healthcare company in uh, uh, Wisconsin that dropped him. Uh, immediately, Previa, uh, uh, Previa, uh, healthcare in, in Wisconsin, and you know they said uh, we, you know, we're pro-vax. We want everyone to have it, and Aaron doesn't speak for us anymore. Um, beyond that, there is a, a certain you know kind of wait and see. Almost every crisis or issue goes through a cycle where, you know, the news breaks and there's a sudden burst of attention about it, a lot of uh, conversation and controversy, perhaps. Uh, social media drives this a little bit. And then the next bright, shiny thing crosses the, uh, the public's attention span, uh, and they might turn away from it. Uh, social media does two things. One, it focuses attention really quickly on something, but then it goes away. And number two, those who really keep an eye on things can keep up pressure on uh, a company. So those people who believe that vaccine misinformation is harming uh, public health are, are going to keep after State Farm. And the extent to which that voice grows louder um, and the rest of the controversy might fade away might determine you know, how long State Farm holds on to Aaron. Uh, the number of commercials or the number of uh, uh, showings of the commercials that he's been in has, has uh, decreased a little bit. Um, and so I think State Farm is kind of taking a wait-and-see attitude. So the cost-benefit, you know, comes from public opinion, I think, you know, more than um, whether it's hurting the bottom line of the organization. We are very polarized. It seems like just about every issue our society tangentially kind of turns into a red-blue, up-down debate. Um, does that make it harder to hitch your wagon to someone just because uh, it doesn't even necessarily need to be criminal or something? It's just something that's not going to be popular with half the public. You know, do you kind of have to take that in when considering... Uh, that it could be really easy for things to to go off track as opposed to 40 years ago when a celebrity kind of had to make a full-throated effort to be a liability to a company. Well, you're absolutely right when you uh, say that we you know, are in a polarized society, and that goes with organizations and everything else. Um, it we're at an interesting inflection point, I think, with organizations and brands and, and those sorts of things and, uh, you know, public personalities in terms of taking on controversial issues. Uh, some organizations have embraced that. The CEOs have, you know, dove right into um, controversial issues and said, bring it on. Uh, and so if they're spokespeople, you know, do that as well. Uh, in many of those cases, the uh, CEOs are the spokespeople for the organization. 
Um, in in something you know more benign like auto insurance or um, you know barbecue grills or something like that, um, then I think it, it can become a liability if a celebrity spokesperson says something controversial. Uh, they don't want to draw attention to the controversy, um, and they don't want it to detract from the trust uh, that people have in the brand. Um, and and so you you need to calculate that if you're going to use a celebrity endorser who might attract a lot of uh, attention. I think there is a, a clearer vetting process, or at least there should be. Uh, and I think organizations are you know becoming um, beginning to realize that. Once it's on social media, it probably will always be on social media, even if the person deletes it. You know, the Internet Archive, for instance, goes back, you know, to the early 90s. And, uh, you know, people can find things that, um, you know, celebrities said some time ago that might today be, be real controversial. So I think they're doing a lot clearer vetting. Um, we saw the... Um, uh, New Jersey State Assembly candidate uh, who who upset uh, the longtime president of the New Jersey Assembly, you know, have some relatively controversial things that I'm just shocked that no one discovered, um, you know, before he was elected to office. Um, and so I, I think companies, brands are doing a much better job at, at vetting their celebrities before they go ahead and do something. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.